Hey, this is Jason Overcome Redmond. Thanks for tuning in to the JR Overcome Show. If you love this show, we would love for you to do us a huge favor. Go to iTunes, subscribe, leave a five-star review, leave a comment, and share with your friends. Everybody wants to be on top of the mountain. The problem nowadays is people want to get dropped off at the top of the hill and look down. It's that I overcome mindset that makes all the difference. See, the way we're taught is you're going to claw, you're going to scratch, you're going to bite, you're going to dig, you're going to do whatever it takes to get to the top of that mountain. That unequivocally is how I have managed to keep myself moving forward and finding success. Two seals, one mission. The JR Overcome Show. And welcome back to the JR Overcome Show, episode 16. I got to tell you, episode 15 was a lot of fun, but I know there were so many of you out there that would hit me up and would say, we miss Ray, we miss Ray, and that's all I heard. And I was such, you know what? If I wasn't so secure in myself, I'd start to think that, you know, Ray with his gigantic ego and his gigantic muscles mm. were carrying the weight of this show. Mm. But uh, as you can hear, Ray, stop licking your microphone. <laughs> I'm so excited to be back. I am so pumped to be Dude, back. Well, welcome back. We missed you. Everyone missed you. Uh, the show is not the same. I heard it over and over again. The show is not the same without the two of us. So I am, uh, we're, we're glad you're back, man. We missed you. Well, thank you, sir. But I, I'm, I'm excited to be back for a couple of reasons. One's we, we have got a, a fantastic guest today, which is oh always, my God. always cool, which is always cool. Beauty but, and brains. But what you need to understand as an officer, okay, I'm going to lay it down for you right whoa, now because it's been dude, a while. I'm ready. I'm is, ready. I mean, because I've missed you being around to you've, show me the way. You've missed my my power of positivity is I don't have the cape on right now, but what you need to understand is I'm a worker bee. I'm a superhero. I go where I'm needed. And when I'm needed, I need to go. So I go around the world doing good deeds for children and people. And then when I'm done, I come back. So, you know, I understand why, you know, you, I've carried you through buds. I carried you through hell week. I have literally, I mean, I've recently taken you, you off. You wrote, a lot of people don't know, you wrote the Trident for I me. I did write the Trident. Yeah. And you created my website. And, and a lot of people don't know when I'm up on stage, I'm actually a puppet. And Ray is working me. <laughs> and what's true, which and what most don't know is, is after how Jason gets his energy before the shows is I put home my teat of awesome. And then I pull him <laughs> off once he's drank the nectars of the gods and now he's ready. So yes. before we scare our guest off, let's yeah. get going. It's like All the right, Ray Cash Care yes. five hour energy teat. So. Well, I'm high on 20 fruit roll-ups right now, which our special guest just told me I'm pretty much a village idiot for eating, but they're so damn good. Basically, so. uh, she equated fruit roll-ups to eating Twinkies. That was pretty much what she just said. Twinkies and fruit roll-ups are what are going to be left in the uh, apocalypse. So, all right. Well, hey, I really, let's jump into this show because we do have an absolute amazing guest. The JR Overcome Show is about helping people to lead themselves, how to overcome all the adversity in their life. And today we're really going to be getting deep into physical leadership, my foundational level for the Pentagon of Peak Performance, and obviously something that Mr. Ray Cash Care is an expert in, a fitness expert, a fitness, you know, just getting out there, Ray just crushes it. And, uh, you know, I have been on the receiving end of some of his amazing workouts and motivation that he puts. So we invited an incredible guest, a very lovely lady, a yes. doctor yes. that I have the pleasure of working with, and she is an optimizational specialist. So 
Today, we have on Dr. Gabriel Lyon. And uh, let me tell you about Gabriel before we get into this. But uh, Dr. Lyon is a functional me uh, medicine physician, and she specializes in muscle-centric medicine. So I know all you guys out there who like to be in the gym, your ears should be perking up right now because she leverages evidence-based medicine with all kinds of science to help people have optimal metabolism, to balance their hormones, and, and to optimize their body composition. She wants to make you the best version of herself. And she has been doing it all, ac all across the country. She works with high-level elite athletes. She works with high-level elite special operations members to make sure they are the absolute best version of themselves. So Dr. Lyon attended the Arizona College of Medicine, and she is board certified in family practice. And I could go on and read all these things, but I tell you what, not only is she a doctor, but she also lives what she teaches. She was a national semi semifinalist in Fitness America. She was a professional fitness model, and she has been a nationally ranked figure competitor. So she is always out there. She is putting out amazing content. She is helping people be great. And I tell you what, it is an absolute honor to have her on the show uh, because she's part of the family. I mean, she's part of our family. Yes, she, she is, is. She is married to a Naval Special Warfare member a uh, friend and teammate of ours. So she is a part of our family. She is amazing. And I tell you what, she's going to help you be better. It is our great honor to have on the JR Overcome show, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. You Glad are. this worked out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Us too. <laughs> Busy schedule. The there, Twinkies, you know? Yeah, there was some, there was some communication snafus, but we made it work. It's what we do. So, you know, Gabrielle, with every show, we have the word of the day. And I asked you, what is, uh, what is your word? What is the word that we want to focus this show around? And, and you didn't even take a second. You, I, I got the text back in literally less than a nanosecond. And that word was committed. So, Ray... I'm so glad you're back, man. Will you do the honors? Yes, I will. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while. In case you forgot, because I was gone for a show, I like to give the definition right off the encyclopedia, the dictionary, if you will, of what the meaning is. And then what we do is we asked our beautiful host, hostess, excuse me, guest, whatever you want to call her, because she is the hostess with the mostest uh, and of, of knowledge with medicine, what her idea and thoughts are. So right now, committed. Feeling dedication or loyalty to a cause, activity or job, wholeheartedly dedicated. Ma'am, what are your thoughts and what is your definition for the word committed? Being all in 100% of the time at any moment. Being committed morning to night, nothing, just wholeheartedly in it to win it. I love it. I love it. I yeah, this definition sucks compared to what you said. I love it. And it <laughs> Basically, and I, we need to put yours in the dictionary. I'm going to write Mr. Webster and be like, listen, dude, get rid of that. Yeah. And it, it encompasses all domains, right? So it's the interpersonal relationships, the commitment to your craft, to self-mastery and the, the leadership and, and helping community. Yeah, and, and what I love about the, the guests that we have today is you really, you are the true definition of someone who lives and breathes what she does. You know, I mean, guys and gals, brains and beauty has met 
you know, it's match right here. And I mean that with the most respectful um, way I can, obviously one, because, um, we know, I know your, your hubby and he can kick my ass, but, um, I'm saying that <laughs> I respect for you, your reputation precedes yourself. You have, you treat a, f- a few of your patients are very good friends of mine, clients, if you will. And I've heard nothing but good things. So I am so excited. I actually asked Jason today if, uh, you know, we could do something a little different. We'll get into it, but you know, I'm super pumped. So I'm going to let Jason take over and here we go. Yeah. I just, I mean, we always get into the discussion. I mean, committed is such a uh, critical thing. And like, like Gabrielle said, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's within the, um, your finances, whether it's in your business, I mean, all these things are critical to make a difference in your life. And one of the cool things uh, with Gabrielle is she can help you. If you're committed to fitness and you're committed to your nutrition, there's one component, and this is something I've been learning a lot about. I've been writing about it, uh, coming out in my new book, uh, when I talk about physical leadership, is being proactive in your health and understanding your hormones, understanding, you know, so many people, they're totally blind to where they are in life. They have no idea what their blood pressure is. They're no idea what their body fat percentage is, any of these things, although they're working out and maybe they're paying attention to their nutrition. So uh, these are the things that are critical with committed. And I want people to understand that. I want them to think about the things we do, uh, the things we do to make a difference in our lives. I mean, Gabrielle, you have been committed on a lot of different levels of your life. You've been committed as a fitness model. You've been committed as a, uh, as, as a, um, you know, working out, you've been committed, obviously, in education to become a doctor and now committed as a subject matter expert in uh, hormone therapy to optimize people. Yeah, I think that um, I have definitely been committed to my education. I trained for 17 years. So my formal education is 17 years and a good part of that, eight years of that was in nutritional sciences and obesity medicine. I did a fellowship at Washington University, and about five years ago, I started working with uh, elite military operators, SEALs, Green Berets, Rangers. You had me at SEALs. (laughs) Right. And it's really interesting is to see what my... Uh, practice has transformed into. I mean, when we yes, say elite military <laughs> operators, we say SEALs, and then there's those other guys. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't, now, I don't even, uh, where, are, there, me. are there other elite special <laughs> operations guys? I didn't even know. Okay, let, let's do it like this. I'll make a deal. Tim Here. Kennedy, I love you, man. So are you married? Are you married to an SF guy, a recon guy? Or a any, ranger? A ranger? No. 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 Uh, no, no. No, I think that's a trident you wear around your neck. Is that a neck. trident around your neck? Yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> so so I, just so you know, Shane says the same thing, but. Because it's true. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> so Gabrielle, I have a question. Stop. So stop. What do you mean stop? Stop. LT, I need I have, you to, I need I have, you to lock I have, it up. I have, Listen. I have a, I have a, qu- no, I have a question. You, you are, you, you can hold up. Okay. Petty officer care is taking over. I need you to lock it up because since I've been gone, a few things have changed. Okay. I've been away. I've been training. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask the question today. I run the show. I wear the pants. If we were in prison in the fitness, in the gym, <laughs> you'd be picking up the soap. I'm Damn the it. boss. I just, uh, I just put the mop on my head. So on a serious note, I want to ask you a series of questions. And I, these are questions that I went around and I asked a bunch of people. I said, we've got this incredible okay. guest who has an, who has a, a extensive background and, and, 
testosterone replacement therapies for that. We just call it TRT. You do rejuvenation, you do anti-aging, you do all these incredible things that we're going to talk about. But my thing is, is what made you get into the world of medicine? Now with that, I want you to explain everything that you do, but what was your fuel that fueled that fire to do this? Because you're doing <clears throat> great things. Yes. Um, so I'm second generation. My godmother, her name is Elizabeth Lipsky, and she was one of the first OGs of functional medicine, this concept of integrative medicine. She wrote the book, Digestive Wellness, started talking about leaky gut over two decades ago. And I moved in with her when I was 17. Graduated high school early, moved in with her, and started working for room and board. And I watched her see all these patients and utilize nutrition as a primary therapy to deal with a lot of stuff. And it was at that moment that changed the trajectory of my life and my education. So it was from 17 that I became interested in following this path. That's a lot of dedication because, I mean, I know that's a long road of, of, of cracking open some books. You know, I have a mutual friend who, who does the same thing down in Florida. And, I mean, you know, he's a neurosurgeon and he does this. So yeah. it's amazing just, you know, the amount of time and education and training that it gets to have you to get qualified yeah. to do this. Because, I mean, you know, and I'm going to use this, like, you know, SEALs go into a room, we have to make life-critical decisions at a split second, right? Same thing happens to you. There could somebody be coming in here. If you mess something up, yep. that, that could be, that could be life-threatening. I mean, I don't realize, I don't think people realize how much pressure that, you know, these doctors and, and people that are, have specialties like you do, yes. how much is involved with this? I mean, this is, I can't even imagine, you know, cause I mean, think about it. Me and Jason come in to see you. We're, we're two handsome gentlemen that come yes. to see you. I, we, we need to establish that. Devastatingly handsome. Thank you. But yeah. our body, our body breakdowns, uh, you know, the compounds of our body, the, you know, the molecular structure, we are two, we are not, there's nothing similar about us. There's certain things, but you know, what might work for me might not work for him. And I just, I, I that was the question I've always asked is, you know, I know you take, you know, we'll get into the process, but how do you, how long did it take you to just figure out this process of, of just helping people because, you know, I know some of the people you've worked with and the results that you have made are amazing. Now, I've also worked with other anti-aging specialists, TRT doctors, and we'll get into that too, that they don't see the results because I don't think they really are wholeheartedly who they say they are. Do you deal with that a lot or? Um, I don't. And I would say that I do TRT, you know, um, hormone replacement therapy, but that's only a small Part of what I do. I really look at the whole picture, especially when it comes to all my military operators. Were you exposed to burn pits? Are you shooting guns? Do you have brain injury? I mean, I look at the whole thing. It's not just this uh, kind of little view. It's a really bird's eye view. Mm -hmm. And I really, I really care about my people, right? So you guys are brothers of Shane, which means I look at you like family and you become my responsibility. And I truly feel that way with each of my patients. Because for them to get in the door, the initial visit is just an interview to see if it's a match. Okay. Because, you know, although I deal with incredible human beings, they have one thing in common. Navy SEALs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But all of the individuals that I see have a certain kind of personality and they are willing to do whatever it takes to remove any physical obstacles so that they can go and lead. My practice is full of leaders. 
you know, one of, the, one of the things that I think makes you unique, Gabrielle, and it's a question that I do have is, uh, so you started down this road of nutrition and medicine at 17, but we had talked about this earlier. You practice what you preach. I mean, I've, yeah. I've worked out with you and the amazing Melissa up there in New York. We had a great workout and, and I always see you out there pitching, uh, you know, to be better and to be stronger. Do, did you, did you catch the fitness bug about the same time when yes. you were a teenager or, and then did it reinforce force it even further as you got deeper into medicine, you really began to understand. Cause that's a really important thing. I know for a lot of our listeners out there, they may understand how to go in the gym and move some weights around, or maybe they know how to build, you know, get their heart rate up, but you understand it from both. So how do you try and convey to people out there how important it is to understand? I mean, you have a 360 degree view, you know, physiological, yeah. psychological, physical. Uh, how do you convey that to other people out there, our listeners? Well, the, the first thing that you have to take a look at is if you've done, if you continue to do what you've always done and you don't feel well. So let's say, for example, an individual is going to train and they're not seeing results and they've tried vegan diets and tried ketogenic diets and tried all these things and there's no improvement or very minimal improvement. You have to take a step back and look at the process. So if what you think you're doing isn't working, then then at that moment, it's time to say, hey, I'm like a hamster on a treadmill. You step away and you work with someone, you find an expert to then begin to uh, systematically program out your nutrition, your food, your sleep, all of these things, and really look at it from the, the big picture. I got a question for you. When, when clients come into, you know, you said there's a screening process. Do you find that there's a common deficiency with everybody? Because the question I want to ask is, is what are your thoughts on daily protein? And what do you recommend for a good source of protein? Because when I first got seen, I was told that I was deficient in a lot of things. I wasn't getting enough of this. I wasn't getting enough of that. Yeah. Do you, is that something common that you find or is it just people were coming, they've, you know, the, the switches come on at 40 and they go, you know what? I've never worked out before in my life and now I want to get in shape. I mean, when you, when you yeah. walked in there and they said you were deficient in a couple of things, did you yell out blasphemy? <laughs> no. Did you punch that doctor? On a serious note. I mean, I, I just want to know. No, when I went into the doctor, my experience with going in to see a doctor was I went in there and I had a bad experience prior. I went in, I saw the doctor and he said, do you have any questions for me? And I said, no. And he says, get the hell out of my office. I said, excuse me? He says, get out of my office. What do you mean you have no questions? Because the anti-aging uh, facility I went to before, I, I felt like I was cattle. They rushed me in and they got me out and they said, here, this is what it's going to cost. But then this doctor sat me down and I know this is something that you do too. He sat down and he goes, we're talking about your life, your longevity, your wellness, your well-being, and you're telling me you have no questions. So when you do the screening process, you know, we'll get back to the protein. Have you ever turned someone away and why Absolutely. and why? Um, an inability to commit. Again, my word of the show is commitment. And really, I, I do feel strongly if the average number of physicians, the people that walk through my office has seen before they get to me is 12. So if you have massive issues and I'm telling you, here's the first steps that I need you to do. And their answer is no or excuses or I just can't. That is not a good fit. Or if you are a person that needs to be enabled, that is also not a good fit. It is about being empowered and becoming capable. So if, if there is not that synergy, then they need to find somebody else. 
And I love that. You've got to make the cut. And that's what I think sets you a, above the rest. You know, I have been, and I, again, I'm not going to say who it is. I've been to facilities where you walk in and they, they don't give a shit anything about you. They say, you need this, 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 you pay the money and you leave. And that's when I started educating myself on it and going, you know, I shouldn't be feeling like this. I was putting on an extreme amount of weight too quick when I was yeah. trying to, and that's one of the questions I was trying to build what everybody wants to build lean muscle mass. And it seemed like I was just putting on, you know, if you're doing things wrong, I was, I was absorbing a lot of water. I was looking puffy and I was like, this is not what I want to do. So I started reading up on it, self-educating myself and started trying to, you know, look for some credible uh, facilities. And I went in there. And like I said, when I met the individual I was with, he was like, you're taking what? Yeah. And you're taking that amount of dosages. He goes, that's why you look like, you know, puffy puff. Thank you. I don't like to use paunchy is like the word my mama likes to use, but I but, like paunchy paunchy, but no, <laughs> and, Nemo. exactly. But you know, I think the key is, you know, is people, I, I always express to people before you go in and see someone your level, they, they can't go in and just expect you to do everything. I mean, like the, the people that I, I look up to in the industry world, they're like, okay, you know, we were talking about Mike ahead of time, Mike O'Hearn. He's like, you know, are you educating yourself on this? You know, before you come to me and ask me a question, you better have learned as much as you can. And then I'm going to teach you more because obviously he's been in the fitness industry forever. And I think that's the approach people should take when they go to see someone in your specific field. Don't go in there and just go, hey, I'm out of shape. Can you fix me? It should be like, I have done this and I have tried this and I've tried this because like you said, they only get one shot to get your, your business. You know, that's what I like. So that's the, that's the advice I would give to someone, you know, cause I, I do the fitness and I use, I use the TRT and it is, it's an evaluation process to see if you make the cut because yeah, and that's what I want to make it very clear. Just because you have money and you want to get treated doesn't mean you're going to ladies and gentlemen, it means you better have your shit squared away. You better be willing to commit and you better be willing to know that. I mean, and it's a process. You know, I, yeah. I, sh I, I lost about 15 pounds on it. I was puffy and it, it was tough. You know, it was, I mean, I've been through tougher, but you know, it's when you have food and the shit that's accessible to us, processed foods and all this stuff, it's so easy to just give in. But when you're held accountable for your own actions and you have to, you know, I had to check in with a doc, you know, it's like, Hey, you're not doing what you need to. I love that. I love that about you. And I love what you're doing. And like I said, I'm going to give you my cape. You're a superhero too. You know, and I use, uh, you know, if I can use hormone as a gateway, but really, you know, let's say you're in the military and your team guy, it's a segue to everything else, right? So hormones is just the tip of the iceberg. It's also, were you exposed to heavy metals? Are you jumping out of airplanes? Do you have blast exposure? There's all these other things that you work to augment. And then when you do all of these things, you come out really on top and then longevity becomes the key player. So Gabrielle, we have a lot of listeners right now that are in all sorts of varying stages of fitness, nutrition, different points in their life. What advice would you give right now? If you were to tell someone, here's how I want you to self-assess yourself to kind of figure out where you are. You know, if you were to talk them through the different areas of your life, because obviously let's just hypothetically say we have someone who is 
grossly overweight. Uh, they haven't worked out in a while. Yeah, they're fluffy. They're super fluffy and paunchy. And I love you out there. But, Boom. you know, they are... <laughs> But they're at they're like, man, I really need to start, but I just don't know where to go. How would you assess them? Because obviously coming to you, uh, you I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you would want that person to come to you immediately. How would you have them self-assess to decide what the road is to better optimal health? Yeah, first thing is really making the decision. So are they sick and tired of being soft and fluffy and, and exhausted and not performing well in their life? And if the answer is yes, then they would come and see me. First thing off the bat we do is we deal with nutrition, right? So you want to, I have them eliminate really the overarching theme is excess calories. And Gabrielle, I want to tell you, I mean, I've been working with you and the 10 cheeseburger a day diet you put me on. It's like the greatest. (laughs) And donuts, you donuts and French fries. You prescribe. I'm I'm like, Jason, do you have this nutrition plan on point? Are we got there yet? I'm good. I'm Um, good. I've been slaying it. So, all right, go on. So go back to nutrition. I'm sorry. So the first thing I do is assess the nutrition because you have to build the foundation of the house first. And there's no reason people don't need the kind of carbohydrates that they're eating. So first thing that goes is carbohydrates. The second thing that we do is their protein should be optimized. And if they're really overweight, I'll put them on intermittent fasting or time-restricted feeding. There's some really good evidence to do that. Helps the body regulate its own metabolism. Um, so I'll put them in an eight to nine hour feeding window and protein should be high. I like to use protein, the grams per ideal body mass. So if someone is 300 pounds, but they yes. want to be 200 pounds, then that is where we start. If there's someone fit like you guys, then for you, your protein intake would be based on how much do you want to weigh? So because me, there's no, yes. I wanted to ask you a question and, and, and yes, I love sir. this. And this is what people ask me all the time. And let's use me. Okay. You can do this real quick, and I know you can, and I know the answer, so it's rhetorical. I weigh 205 pounds, okay? Um, and I want to be- Great. Yeah, no, no, that, I, I, thank you, but no, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. You heard that she said I was great, but my question is- <laughs> I'd be very upset if someone said that about me, but okay. I want to weigh 200, and I want to weigh 195 pounds. What is the equation that you formulate to do that with someone? Protein, macros, could you break that down in layman's terms? Yes. Thank you. So <laughs> for you, your protein intake should be between a hundred, you know, should be between 195 to 200 and, you know, could even be 220 grams of protein. The more you cut your calories, the higher your protein need be, needs to be. So right off the bat, that's where I would start with you. I would divide that into 40 to 50 gram meals because that is what down. is ideal for overcoming anabolic resistance and muscle protein synthesis. We all know that based on the amino acids, and I don't want to get too technical so that we lose the listeners, but between 30 and 50 grams of protein per meal would be ideal for you. I don't know, Gabrielle, you had me at amino acids. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> high quality protein. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. <laughs> okay. No, go ahead, man. And I'm your sorry. carbohydrates. So um, from a body composition perspective, your for every 100 grams of protein that you ingest, your body can make 60 grams of carbohydrates. I am optimal protein. I'm high protein. I am a very low carb person. That's what I'd recommend for you. But the guys that are in the gym, you know, like Johnny, our friend Johnny, he, he does not do carbs. And look at him. The guy's a beast. 
What do you say about somebody that's maybe 230 that's got a little weight on them? What What is their ideal body weight? I don't know. 200 I, pounds? I'm thinking like 185. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so then you could, your Five protein intake, <laughs> protein intake should be 185 grams. Even It could be even 200, and then you cut the carbohydrates. Your body should be very efficient at burning. I'm going to eat another fruit roll-up. Don't you dare. I will kill you dead. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The producer was Bring calling out. out the pain. Yeah. That, that crinkling in the background, by the way, was Mr. Producer. <laughs> they should though. That's pretty good. And, and Johnny, so. Johnny is not a beast. Obviously you have not seen me with my <laughs> shirt off, ma'am. And, and we're not there. Oh, no. And if you weren't married to a team guy, you would see me attempt to take my shirt off. But no, great stuff. I love it. And a lot of people don't understand that equation. They're like, I want to be this and I want to be this. And I mean, you broke it down. It's very simple. Yes. It's simple if, you, if you've done a little education and you figured it out. It, it, it's it's, a, it's a, a formula. Would you? That's all it is, right? It's just you're punching in numbers. I mean, you have to do the work, but with the protein intake, you know, you figure out, you know, how many meals you're going to take, how much chicken or whatever the protein is going to be with your shake or whatever. And like you just said, you divide that up in three times a day. If I'm getting my anywhere from 195 to 200, uh, 220 uh, grams of protein, and I'm keeping my carbs down, then if I'm doing everything right, if I'm doing the right type of workouts, I do hypertrophy workouts right now. I'm using Jeff Nichols program. Um, but there, what would you think the, how long would something like that take if in like in a perfect world, if you, if someone's really following one of your programs, let's use, let's use my scenario, 205, I'd like to drop 10 pounds. In a month, you know, obviously we'd have to look at your thyroid and your hormones and your gut health, but within a month you should begin, you should see a change, you know, and I'm not afraid to use things that we need to. So we try to do it through nutrition, but if you have imbalances, then we move to something, you know, in my practice, I've been using a lot of Amlexinox or Tesofensin or things that help augment the um, resting metabolic rate, which have beneficial side effects like increased brain health things like that, or immune modulation. That's, that's amazing. Uh, and I, I, people really need to hear this. I actually just, I don't know if you see me typing. I just wrote to Jason. I said, this is, I wrote, this is amazing. People need to hear this. I really wrote and he, when she talks, yes, it's amazing because people ask me this all the time. And I'm like, it's not that hard if you just consult with the right people. Now I just learned yeah. a couple of things about the carbs from you and I wrote them down. Um, so this is a twofold for me. So I get to interview you and pick your brain for free. So it's a, it's a win-win. And we'd have to, we have to decide how um, carbohydrate tolerant are you? A guy like Michael Hearn, he can, he, he works so well. I mean, he's like a machine that he can probably get away with more carbohydrates than say another person. So it, you know, it is trial and error, but getting the protein right first is key. So that is the non-negotiable. Yeah, so it's starting on the on the uh, on that nutritional foundation. So from there, you know, now you start getting into the realm of you know we have people out there who you know all they want to do is lift weights. You have some that all they want to do is run, and they think if all I do is run or do a lot of cardio, I'm going to lose weight that way. I mean, on the body itself, physiologically, where do we want to be? I mean, we have a lot of listeners out there, like I said, in all different phases of fitness, some at ground zero, some at right. higher levels, like Ray, who I, I, I got to tell you, Ray, I'm, I'm really impressed. I mean, you actually admitted that you learned something today. 
I did. And, and, you know, I joke around a lot, but I take nutrition very serious. And I'm always on a serious note, kind of like you're always trying to be like me. I'm always trying to hone in my in skill things. set in and, and be better. Now, the question I have to ask is, and I, again, I'm just going to call you Doc because we're beyond names because um, we know each other so well, is do you think you are a good enough doctor to ever make Jason look like me? Now, hold on, I'm not done. And then make me make me look like Big Mike. Could we do that? I know I'm only five foot seven, but if you could make me look like Big Mike and Jason could look like me, I think the universe will have found perfect balance. Can you do that? I'm a fan of this plan. I, I can't wait there's to hear always, this. There's always a chance. There's always a chance. If there's a one percent chance. 0.1% chance. It's still a chance. So you're saying there's a there's chance. There's hope. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I love it. So, but, but let's go back to that question that uh, so many people have these different ideas. You have a lot who yep. think, oh, I'm, I'm overweight and I need to just do cardio to lose weight. Or you have, right. I hear a lot of women who say, well, I don't want to lift weights. And my wife, God bless her, is one of them. She's like, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to put big muscles on. Right. Um, and so, that's never happened in the history of ever, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something I'd say. I love it. That's a clinical term, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. I mean, we know that the most important thing that you can have is muscle mass. So muscle is actually an organ. It's like an endocrine organ. The more you have, when you uh, challenge it, it secretes things called myokines, which are anti-inflammatory for the body. We know that the more muscle mass you have in midlife and the fitter you are, the, your chances of survival are much higher. Also, in terms of Alzheimer's disease and cognitive function, the wider your waistline, the lower your brain volume. All of this to be said, metabolism is the most important aspect of this. And metabolism is largely determined by your muscle by increasing muscle mass. So if you've ever seen the marathon runners and the people that are skinny and just want to run and have low muscle mass, they're doing a complete disservice. You really need to be well-rounded. I'm well-rounded. <laughs> <laughs> the producers, he's a little sassy. Ryan's sassy today, man. Have another fruit roll up. Yeah. <laughs> he's on a sugar. He's, how's he gonna feel when he comes off his sugar kick, doc? <laughs> 90 minutes, the guy's going to be starving. Well, this is insulin, never going to lose weight. I was taken aback to my childhood. I went to BJ's yesterday, and I was like, oh, man, I, I, I saw I was going to get blow, blow pops at BJ's. Don't ask me why. I know that don't go there. But I saw fruit roll-ups, <laughs> and I was like, Evil. oh, man, I want fruit. And there's 72 of them in there. My wife didn't know that I did it, so they got to be gone before she Yeah, you've home. eaten like 60 Tonight, of them right here. I had 20 yesterday. I gave a bunch of work away, and yeah. Listen, turn away from the lights. Turn away from the light. Ma'am, I don't know if you can see LT's table, but he has eaten one, two, three, four, <laughs> and he is a client of yours. Oh, that's true. I am not making Ratting this me up. Out. Ratting me out. Where I had one. One. I am firing Jason as my patient. Jason, you are a fired. liar. Extraordinaire. So uh, going back, though, to um, going back to on the fitness levels and people yes. that are out there and how they can find that balance, where would you recommend the average person to find that balance if they're getting ready to start? And then I, I want to come back to a second point that you talked about, because it's a point I talk about in physical leadership, that our ability to be physically fit and balanced um, 
plays such a critical part in our ability to manage stress and totally. everything else in our lives. So, so the first question is, if someone's starting out, maybe I have someone out there that they, they can't afford you yet. Someday they want to get to you and they want to do optimize their fitness. But what would you recommend they do? And we talked about nutrition. That we want to get the uh, protein that roughly from what I'm hearing is your protein should be roughly equivalent. Uh, protein intake should be roughly equivalent to uh, where you want to be as far as your body weight, give or yep. take, correct? Yep, that's right. Okay. And then secondary to that, we want to lower our carbohydrate intake if we want to try and lose weight and get our yes. m- metabolism furnace firing. Listen, my friend Jim, he says that protein and vegetables will make all your dreams come true. Man, and I thought it was Vegas and Dice and, oh, wait, what? You're going to get fired as her client, and I'm going to step right in because that's why I'm not watching my smart-ass comments with her. I love it. Okay, so, so- so- So that you bring up a really good point in terms of exercise, right? I think that having, there are people that do programming for a living, like Kara, Kara Killian, former Titan game athlete. Is this is what she does? She she's has a her beast. masters in this. She's a beast. Yeah, so she wrote my program, spend, and I am very sore. I'm very sore right now from Tuesday's <laughs> leg workout. Try working out with her. I tore both hamstrings, broke my shoulder, and tore my right one. Man, yeah. Anyway, good luck. Yeah, she is, <laughs> It's only because I didn't listen. I was. I'm really stubborn. She is. So anyway, back to your um, your question: What should someone do who hasn't started training? Find a really good coach. Otherwise, you will waste a lot of time and do things very haphazardly. It's the same thing with nutrition. It's the same thing with medicine. In terms of starting, obviously, you have to make sure that your movement patterns are correct. I work with Melissa Paris. She watches me like a hawk. And then I go to a physical therapy, you know, Emily Kybird. You haven't met her yet, but at Urban Wellness. And we look at these things really um, all-encompassing. So finding someone like Kara who programs out what are the progressions so you don't hurt yourself so you can have longevity. Okay, check. No, that's good advice. I mean, there's a lot of different places out there. Uh, you know, uh, you know, there's a Fit Body Boot Camp that's here in uh, yes, yeah, it's coming in Chesa- Chesapeake. Yeah, yep. I went and took a look at it. So for those of you that are out there, they're looking for a good gym. I think a lot of people, uh, there's all kinds of gyms out there. But Gabriel said it. I mean, Ray is doing it. Ray's providing fitness coaching. There are a lot of individuals that are doing it. Maybe you can't afford an individual fitness coach. Fit Body Boot Camp is a great place where you can go, where you have one coach that's kind of training a group of people at one time, but they're walking around and they're watching how everybody's movements are. Andy Sarosky down in Florida. If you're in Southern Florida, Andy is like, he is a, he's like the energizer bunny on crack that got dipped in plutonium. He makes me look like I'm on Quaaludes. Like you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) So, but Andy is incredible. And uh, if you're down there in Southern Florida, you need to look him up. He's got a great program, but the the bottom line, you got to get out there and start doing something and uh, finding someone to help you walk down that path. If they've never done it before, they should definitely have uh, guidance, right? It's like with anything else. Of course. It would be foolish for me to say, okay, okay, yes, you can start walking and moving and doing these things. But if you really want to 10x your motion forward, having experts and allocating funds to do that, that's key. So I have a, I have a question. It's it's about the process. So I want you to walk me through this. Okay. It's a two-part question, but I know you can handle it. So I am, 
I am 47, but I am an individual. Okay. I'm feeling, I've got some symptoms and I'm going to let you say, I'm, I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling sluggish, whatever it may be. What are some symptoms that individuals, notice I said individuals, male and female should be looking for as triggers or mechanisms that they may be deficient in certain areas. That's number one. And then number two with that, what would the process be to come see someone like you and what credit, what creds, I like to use the word creds or, you know, you have obviously your word of mouth, you know, your reputation, your titles, everything you've done, but what should people look for when coming to see a specialist? You know, what sets certain individuals above the rest, you know, because obviously this is my fitness, you know, and I'm a motivational speaker and I'm a fitness guru and the one thing that really pisses me off is that, and I'm going to give you this and then let you answer it, is people will spend millions and millions of dollars if a loved one is sick in the hospital, they have cancer, and they've gotten behind the power curve. But they won't spend X amount of dollars, which is pennies on the dollars, to, to be, stay ahead of the game. And it pisses me off more than anything. So what is your um, process of you know individuals, hey, what symptoms should they look for? And then what is the process to seek out a, a credible anti-aging, TRT, hormonal replacement, somebody to your caliber, what should they look for? These are great questions. And two parts, I can handle it. Yes, ma'am, I know you can. Three questionable. (laughs) In terms of what they feel, uh, the number one, the symptoms always have to match the treatment. If an individual has been, number one, feeling fatigued, number two, low sex drive, Number three, just not feeling like themselves. I hear this all the time. I just don't feel like I used to. And then I ask them, when was the last time you felt good? And they say, oh, when I was in my 20s. That tells me right then and there that they've had this trajectory of aging, whether it's low testosterone, low hormones for women too, low testosterone, hormones, poor nutrition. I see a ton of people with inflammation, parasitic infections. People travel. We have access to foods from all over. So those, I would say, are the top three things that people would say. Also, physical symptoms, losing, you know, um, hair on your legs if you're a guy, look like a, you know, 12-year-old girl, women losing hair on their head, their eyebrows, their um, eyelashes, and feeling really puffy. All of these things can be... Uh, Everybody's signs. checking their legs yeah, out right Ryan, now. I'm Ryan's sorry. got bald legs. And I, I, I'm, <laughs> you see me on my phone. I'm actually taking notes of what you're saying. I get questioned all the time, but I'm taking notes, but I'm watching him checking his legs as soon as you said that. <laughs> but these these are key. And I didn't know that about the, the hair on the legs. I didn't. So I actually I wrote that down. That's, that's very interesting. Um, I'd love to pick your brain, but um, yeah. please continue. I apologize. Those are really the big, the, the big symptoms that anyone that I see all the time. And fatigue is a big one. And then change in sleep patterns, for sure. A lot of the lifestyle things are not just lifestyle. An increasing need for stimulants. My The average amount of caffeine my team guy patient drinks is 10 cups. You know, that's... I, I'm, 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 pr- I'm proud of them. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> was, what was that, coffee? So 10 cups, yeah. 10 cups of coffee. I, I had a, a reacher in here... Um, couple weeks ago and he is he's like 260 pounds six foot sitting here and he's just so calm i go over to check his pulse that fucking thing's like 130 <laughs> <laughs> yes. in my it. mind I, you know he says 
said, doc, you know, I'm just, I'm pretty tired these days. Thinking to myself, no shit. You've just had 10 cups of 12 ounce coffee. Yeah. And your heart's, anyway, your heart's um, tired by, for pumping 130 <laughs> while yeah. you're sitting there. I'm excited we got her to say the, the F-bomb on here. I'm, I'm so thinking excited. I was like, the doc just dropped if, the F-bomb. If you don't know what this woman looks like, she looks like something out of a magazine, prim and proper. She's actually sitting. I'm actually trying to sit up straight because her posture's so awesome. And she's like, his fucking heart. <laughs> this is awesome. This to is me, a breakthrough. Be, um, yeah. The, the whole point of me telling you about this guy is that you'll try to compensate for symptoms. So if you're finding that you, let's say you take Adderall, you're needing more Adderall, you are now looking for things to help you stay awake, like modafinil, you're really looking for and doing activities that are increasing in intensity to cover up symptoms. And it's not necessarily a conscious thing. It's very subconscious. So that that is, those are the big signs that I see where people should be coming in here or just that nagging, those nagging injuries that aren't improving. And now it's moving from one joint to the next. I love it. Things of that nature. So Gabrielle, I want to go back to the one question I had asked earlier that we kind of skimmed over because we, we've, we've really, we're coming full circle. I mean, we've talked about nutrition. We've talked about, you know, the exercise, how critical it is for us to move this, this machine we walk around and was designed to move. And in this sedentary world we live in with, uh, you know, phones and movies and binge watching TV, people are moving less and less. And, and that's why it's so critical. You have to right. exercise because otherwise this machine is going to atrophy and you're going to die. I think I read a statistic or I wrote in my book that, and you may know this statistic better, that in the next 10 years, what, one in six people are going to be type two diabetics, I think is what I read somewhere. Gross. Yeah. All preventable. Yeah. And, and it's from our diet and it's from exercise. So what I wanted to come back full circle is the health benefits of optimizing yourself. Um, if you were to look at someone like me who's putting your putting your things in place when I don't get seduced, hey, you know what? This one wasn't even eaten and you counted it. <laughs> when you're not getting seduced by fruit roll-ups... But uh, how they implement those things into their life and, and the impact it makes for them. So this is where you start to look at their blood work and you actually can see, you know, hey, yep. I'm seeing a, a um, degradation and inflammation, you know, whatever. What are the things you're able to see that you know we're making a difference in these people? I mean, on a very fundamental level, again, we talk about the foundation of the house, vitamin D that is almost always low. I see low thyroid. I see a lot of improvement in CRP and sed rate. Both are inflammatory markers. When you get your hormones in balance, you see those things improve. Also cholesterol. When you are on the right hormone, if you are a guy and you have elevated issues with cholesterol, for example, doing a cream would suit you better than doing an injection. So we see all of these things improve. And then what's so interesting is then symptoms become better. And when we think about longevity, the big organ people are worried about is the brain. We know that proper hormone balance can really augment brain function. Also bone, you the problem with falling, breaking a hip, hormones are necessary for these things. And muscle mass is necessary for these things. So if we even look at it from a um, kind of physical level, just from the outside in, you have this capacity to prevent this terrible trajectory of aging of what we think is normal because we live in this domesticated society, which you said we're sedentary. So by counteracting that with proper nutrition, proper protein, 
lowering inflammation, keeping excess calories low, then you have this potential for living a life that is not shackled by physical limitation. Which I think so many people have. But, uh, you know, you are a little bit unique right now. And there's a uh, audience out there that I think probably also is, uh, you know, is sitting in the same chair you are. And that is that uh, we're not actually interviewing one person. We're interviewing two people right now. Because, uh, yes. 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 Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. No, there's yeah. two. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Dr. We baby girl on the way. That's right. The team guy curse in full the, effect. Yeah. Shane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but listen, the question, it, what's amazing is you now are, uh, this is obviously your guy's first child. So now you are continuing to work out, but I know we have a lot of pregnant women that are out there and I know I see it a lot where women are like, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that. Or maybe I can't eat this or I shouldn't do that. So what advice do you have for our pregnant women out there to optimize their health so that it's best for them? And obviously it's best, best for the baby they are building. I would say number one is definitely listen to your body. I, uh, I actually was sick for five months. I am just over the hump of being sick, but I, I've been sick for five months, morning sickness all day long. I don't know why they call it morning. It seems like it's all day, but <laughs> I still showed up and I trained. It doesn't mean that my training was focused on building muscle or improving body composition, but it was, and you know, and Mike's, uh, girlfriend, Mona just had a baby. It's all yeah. about maintaining the muscle tissue that you have. So you don't get gestational diabetes. And also not talking yourself out of it. There's a fine line between I'm just going to lay here because I'm exhausted and, you know, folding that one piece of thing, that one shirt is going to be exhausting to I'm not going to do anything. So you can talk yourself out of it. I would say doing some kind of physical activity three to four days a week is really important. And also weightlifting through pregnancy is also really important, whether you feel like it or not. And, and I, mean, I, I, would, I would get sick and go drive in the bathroom, but I'm still showing up. And is there anything that they shouldn't do that women shouldn't do as far? I mean, you know, should they be doing, I don't know, heavy squats or anything like that? No, when they're pregnant? really increase that uh, intra abdominal pressure. But working with Melissa Paris, who, by the way, has a fit forth. This is a, a program that she's designed for pregnant women and they can find her at Melissa Paris and um, her um, like Melissa Paris fitness. I post her all the time that they can actually get a programmed out schedule of what they need to be doing. And that's very important. I do also not to change the subject, want to answer Ray's question about what do you, how should you look at a practitioner? I don't want to forget to answer for that. Cause I think that that is absolutely valuable. I actually made fun of you cause I thought you forgot it. I typed that and now I got to retract it. So go ahead. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a, you know, we live in this society where there's a lot of noise and a lot of people are experts and that's never been that way before where there's a lot of bloggers and a lot of people that are not physicians that are giving kind of medical advice. And that is a huge red flag to me. You know, when I look at how I got to be where I am today, I'm always growing. I'm always learning. I'm going to find the best physicians in the country to learn from them, the old guys, you know, the OGs. For someone who's giving nutrition advice, then you want to make sure that they've trained in nutrition. My undergraduate is from the University of Illinois in human nutrition, vitamin, mineral metabolism. And then I did a fellowship in nutritional sciences at WashU, which if anyone is familiar with it, it's pretty, uh, pretty uh, rigorous. And part of that fellowship was obesity medicine and geriatrics. So finding someone who has actually done a specialization 
is really, really key. Right. And, um, you know, I did two years of psychiatry and then three years of family medicine. So if some shit goes south, I'm going to know what's going on, but then also trained in this concept of wellness and then always learning. I think that that's important. And then also vetting the physician by other people that you trust. I love it. I actually have a question I've been dying to ask you, and it's just, we can explain what it is, but I'm going to, I'm going to say a name of a medication and I just want to, want you to tell me yes or no. Is that fair? Yes. Metform. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have read so many controversial articles and, and literature on it, this, that, you know, and yes, thank you so much. Maybe you can it's just a great drug. talk great about drug. it real quick, just for people. I, yeah. I, I don't think I could do it justice like you could. Thank <laughs> you. Metformin's been around yes. for 60 years. It's been originally used in the treatment of type 2 diabetes to improve insulin sensitivity. But what we're finding is that it does improve insulin sensitivity, but it also um, has an effect on the gut microbiome that we don't really know. It's been studied in longevity and also as an anti-cancer mechanism. Would I recommend it? And do I recommend it with my patients? I do. Thank you. Yes. And to all you negative naysayers out there, I'm not giving that to you. Doc, you can just <laughs> they go do need to. They do need to take B vitamins, a can deplete B vitamins. So the peripheral neuropathy that they saw and do see in a lot of diabetics that have been on metformin for a long time, that, that becomes an issue. So really making sure that you are up on all your B vitamins is key in having that, that tested. But metformin can be great. And you combine metformin, with, and this is not standard of practice, with a low carbohydrate diet. I have seen people get absolutely shredded. Just saying. Nice. I eat like shit and I'm shredded. Look at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, had to say, I was, I was luring you in. So the, uh, so we're, we're coming up, we're about, uh, we're coming up on the end of the show. I do have one last component cause we've talked, I, I talk about three components in my physical leadership and that is obviously working out. It is nutrition. And the last component is sleep and sleep is really overlooked. And, and we're learning so much more about sleep. Uh, just real quickly, Doc, if you could give me a, a two-minute assessment on the importance of sleep. Because, I mean, and team guys are the worst. And, and military the guys worst. are the worst. Because yes. we think we're superhuman. And we think because we went through Hell Week and we went an entire week without sleep that we can operate that way. Uh, and, and science has proven that 100% wrong. So yes. for all these business guys I know and people who brag, to me, I'll meet people and they're like, yeah, I get by on four hours of sleep at night. And I'm like, well, I can tell you right now, you are all jacked up and you're probably tired as fuck right now. So and uh, you have low T. Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell a guy it's going to affect your testosterone. They're like, okay, I'm out by nine. Trust me on this. <laughs> Either it's going to affect your hair or your testosterone. Doc, whatever you say. Um, so sleep is really interesting. Sleep is very important, not just for energy but for glucose regulation. If you wanna be lean and you wanna have a good blood glucose profile, which is what we all care about is having um, uh, you know, low insulin, low glucose, not below normal uh, levels, but really keeping that level so you're not gaining weight and increasing your insulin, sleep affects that. We know that night workers, night shift workers, given the same diet as someone who is uh, on a normal sleep-wake cycle, We'll have increased glucose, increased insulin, will become pre-diabetic just from the change and the alterations in their sleep cycles. 
that, I mean, so right then and there, the other big thing with sleep is dementia, cognitive impairment, the brain, the glial cells regenerate and clean themselves. And it gets rid of waste when you sleep. If you don't sleep, you cannot do that. So uh, the average person out there, I know everybody's different genetically. I, I feel like I've come to find that six and a half to seven hours of sleep is what I need. Six and a half seems to be pretty good for me. Uh, if I start getting less than six hours of sleep a night, I definitely feel it over a period of days. So how do you encourage people to kind of find what is the optimal sleep they need? Because everybody is different. Um, well, number one, I do also recommend, and we haven't talked about this, but everyone should get tested for sleep apnea within reason. You all should be tested. Ray, you should I be tested agree. for sleep apnea. Can you, uh, a you lot know, of our we, listeners we don't. We say that you're not really, you're not really an operator if you're not traveling with your CPAP. That's what they say. <laughs> Damn, that's so true. You know, uh, Jason's swim buddy, who's a really good friend of mine, was diagnosed with sleep apnea. And they've also done all these other tests on him that yeah. even when he's sleeping, regardless of the sleep apnea, he's like sleeping like he's in a war zone. So he's not even getting yeah. Yeah, good my, sleep. My brain, yeah. it was the same way. When I went out uh, to the brain treatment center, uh, my fight or flight uh, brave wa brainwave stays active. It's just firing. So, yeah. but, but back to sleep and people should get tested for sleep apnea. What is that for the yes. people that don't know? Well, I mean, there can be obstructive sleep apnea, which is a mechanical issue, or central sleep apnea, which is a brain issue. But the bottom line is that you stop breathing. You're not oxygenating your body. It can set you up for cardiac arrhythmias, so heart problems, as well as hypertension. Um, and then if you're not getting in that deep sleep, you're not going to make the hormones that you need to. So that is something that we see with head trauma, if you'd like to jump out of planes, or you've had micro trauma, you like to shoot guns. Let's so, say you're somebody a behind mom. you. There was somebody <laughs> behind you. Oh, your what are you door. talking about? Somebody opened your door. Oh, just yeah. so you know. That, that's, that's probably chop chop. Yep, gotcha. Get, uh, get on clinic. I apologize. Anyway, um, so those are the kinds of things that they should definitely, you should think about when it comes to sleep. The other aspect of that is a great place to start is seven to eight hours. Some people are night people. Some people are morning people. Really finding out what your rhythm is and sticking to it. So turning electronics off, obviously phones should be away from the head because that has been shown to affect brain, future brain. Uh, you know, I ran a dementia clinic at WashU. It's part of the, the job as a fellow. And one of the risk factors is keeping your cell phone by your head. Wow. No kidding. Uh, okay. Well, listen, we have, man, there's so, you have dropped so much knowledge on everybody out there. I mean, we've covered nutrition, we've covered the fitness, uh, we have covered sleep, we've covered optimal. Where do people find you? Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, where can we find you and where can they get more information about you? So there's, I'm definitely very active on Instagram and that's Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. My website is drgabriellelyon.com. I'm on Twitter and Facebook, also in the same um, capacity, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. There's also something very important that I feel very passionate about a group that I work with. I work with a foundation called Task Force Dagger, which is guys either come to me like you, Jason, just on their own as patients, or I see combat operators from all over the country. This foundation has a health initiative that they will send people to me that I will help them with the kind of medicine that I practice. And if you're interested in donating, want to learn more, or if you're an operator who needs help but cannot afford my services or all this other testing and things, please connect with Task Force Dagger. 
And if you have some extra money and you want to spend it and you don't want to buy another pair of shoes, please donate to them. Absolutely. No, Task Force Dagger is a great group. Uh, Dr. Lyon is also a speaker. You can have her come in and speak on uh, optimization and health and fitness. She is with Eagle Rise Speakers. So you can look us up and uh, and we can help get her on that stage in front of you to educate your people on optimizing who they are. So, uh, yeah, it has been amazing. We're going to wrap things up. Let, hey, two-minute motivation on commit. Dr. Lyon, it's been amazing to have you on. Would you like to close with why commit is such an important word for you? I, I've missed the last part. Would you, we're closing with our two minutes of motivation. Would you like to do the honors of uh, just a quick close on why it is so important for the word of the day, commit, why people need to commit to these areas that we talked about today? Yes. Um, commitment is key. If you want success in life in any endeavor that you have, if you lack commitment, the chances of success are incredibly low. Ultimately, we want to just live the best version of ourselves for others show up the best we can the only way to do that is to be 100 percent in all the time pow i love it i love it you know what i'm gonna let you go because last week your boom was pathetic and i'm gonna finish with the real boom yeah it, it really it really we'll was a pathetic that. boom i will i will take full ownership of my weak boom so, all right, I'm going to, re- I'm going to, hey, one minute motivation on commit. It is everything you need. Everything we talk about when I talk about the Pentagon of Peak Performance, physical leadership, mental leadership, emotional leadership, social leadership, and spiritual leadership, you have to commit. I don't care what you do in your life. If you are not willing to commit, I mean, it is when I talk about change, you, the very first rule of change is you have to commit to change. So many people never commit, so they never get into the action or the discipline. Everything Dr. Gabrielle talked about today, there is an action and there is a discipline that you have to implement to make it work. That is what it's about. So if you're out there right now and I want to say something, it is never too late to start. I don't care if you weigh 600 pounds, listen to this show and you're like, oh my God, I will never get there. Yes, you will. All you have to do is commit. It just says, I'm going to drive forward. I'm going to start taking that action. I'm going to start taking that discipline and you will take ownership of your life. Boom. Commit, guys. All all in, balls in. I know I'm a little bit uh, rawer than the rest, but here's the deal. In order to conquer the world, you must conquer yourself. Just like life and health, it all starts from the inside out. Okay? If you want to start conquering things, take better care of yourself. Make the commitment to invest in yourself, ladies and gentlemen. You get one life. You get one chance. Some of us get are a little lucky and they get more than one. But like these individuals said, it's never too early or too late. Trust me, okay? Stay ahead of the game. Stop wasting time and procrastinating greatness and health and start making the commitment to be the best you you can be. Wait for it. Boom. Yeah, baby. All right, Dr. Lyon, thank you so much for being on with us. I look forward to seeing you up there and crushing it so that I look like Ray and Ray looks like Michael Hearn. What an honor, ma'am. Seriously, I don't say that often. Complete honor. I literally have tons of notes. Thank you. All right, this has been the JR Overcome Show, episode 16. I'm Jason Overcome Redman. And I'm Ray Cash Care. And we are out. Boom. Thanks for listening to the JR Overcome Show. Tune in next time and please remember to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Please visit jrovercomeshow.com. 
this is Ray Cash Care. Thanks for listening to the JR Overcome Show. If you love the show, ladies and gentlemen, we would love for you to do us a huge favor. Go to iTunes, subscribe, leave a five-star message, leave a comment, and share with your friends. Boom!